Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. Today is episode 44, How to Unpack and Organize a Kitchen. All right, you guys, managing my family for the past few weeks has literally been like trying to keep our heads above water. We moved. We potty trained. We went on our big family vacation for the year. Oh my, it was so much. And it just all happened to fall into place that way. I never would have planned for all of those things in one month, but sometimes the universe has plans for you that you aren't planning on it. And that is the way things fell into place. We are on the other side of it, but truly trying to juggle so many transitions at once has, has really left me trying to stay afloat in so many ways. But I still wanted to share with you three meals this week that I tend to reach for when the rest of life feels so complicated. Um, And I thought I'd share because you might be in a similar boat and um, you may want one or all three of these on your meal plan for the week. So the first recipe is so good. It's so, so, so good. It's these chicken shawarma bowls. They're in SP Club this month. And I know something's good when I create a mega fan out of my 10 year old who has all sorts of opinions, but he loved these. He ate these up. And what I loved about it is the thing he loved the most about these was the actual chicken itself. Usually I'm kind of having to prod him to have more protein and whatnot, but he loved the flavor of this chicken. So delicious. I'm such a fan of a bowl. Like if you told me, Kelsey, you have to only eat bowls for the rest of your life. I'd be like, okay. And this is a great bowl recipe. All right, the next one is so simple. It's literally a fridge clean out pantry meal. It is my sheet pan gnocchi and veggies. I love that you can purchase gnocchi and it's shelf stable and so you can keep it in your pantry. It's a little heartier than like a traditional pasta because it's got that pasta potato combo. This is a great way to use up veggies that are just getting ready to turn in your refrigerator. So I use a bunch of things zucchini and yellow squash and grape tomatoes, but this recipe is so adaptable. It's also in Recipe Club. And then finally, I do a five ingredient recipe every week because I just need things to be simple. And I have these five ingredient sloppy joes that blew my mind when I tested them last year and they worked out so well. My family is split on sloppy joes. I love them. To me, it's like one of my favorite meals from childhood. And two out of my three kids love them. My husband's not a fan, but he puts up with it every so often because I just love them so, so much. So there are your recipes for the week. They can all be found in Recipe Club. You can also find the five ingredient sloppy joes on my Instagram, five ingredient tab, Um, but all super easy, super simple and great if you're coming out of or actually heading into a crazy time. If you're looking for an even more exhaustive meal plan, you can get my weekly and monthly meal plans in Recipe Club where you'll find these three recipes in my meal plan for the week, or you can build your own with the ingredients that you have on hand in your pantry, fridge, and freezer to determine what 
will make your week easiest. All right, I'm excited for this one. Let's jump into the back half of the podcast and discuss the tools that helped me this past month as I unpacked and organized my new kitchen. All right, I have moved eight times in the past 14 years. Now, that's a lot. I know there are some of you out there listening who have probably moved even more than that, but I'm officially over moving. We have moved too darn much. I'm done. I don't want to move anymore. But admittedly, it's still pretty fresh. But the one good thing about this is it means that I have lived in and cooked out of eight different kitchens in adulthood. So everything from small apartment kitchens in New York City where I had to store my sheet pans in my oven to a big suburban kitchen with cabinets that literally sat empty or let's be honest, just ended up collecting things that I didn't really need all different types of kitchens. So this time around, I felt like I had a handle on things. I felt confident in my approach to both packing and unpacking my kitchen and getting organized and getting things set up. And as I unpacked, I found myself more and more confident that the things in my kitchen were things that I really believed in. Items that actually made it easier to get dinner on the table every night versus wedding gifts that I felt obligated to hang on to after all these years or gadgets that I was holding on to because I might use them one day or this one time a year. So the items in my kitchen now are truly the things that genuinely make my life easier. And I'm so excited. I've got some exciting content planned for you next month where I'm going to literally open every single cabinet and drawer in my kitchen and share exactly what is inside them. We are going to get down to the nitty gritty, like my favorite forks, my favorite everyday dishes, my favorite cups for my kids. I just find that information so valuable, especially for a kitchen where it is hands down the most used room in your household. We need the things that make our lives easier. So I'm excited to share that. But today, since it's fresh, I want to talk about the unpacking. I want to share my best tips for unpacking a kitchen. Like I mentioned, our kitchens are arguably the spaces that are the most used in our homes. And because of that, it's likely one of the last rooms you pack up and one of the first rooms you unpack when you make a move. But the kitchen just might be the trickiest space of your whole house because everything is so small, a lot of things are fragile, and have to be carefully wrapped and contained. But on the flip side of that, unpacking a new-to-you kitchen, as long as nothing is broken, is the best. I love the feeling of starting fresh in a new place and I like that it's an opportunity to really make the space work for you. So before unpacking, I like to do a couple of things um, that I would recommend for everybody to do to make the most of the experience. So first up, I'm so glad I did this, you guys. Clean all the things. I did not do this for my move prior to this and I swear I regretted it the entire nearly three years that I lived there. Now is the time to wipe down the shelves and clean out the insides of the cabinets. Even though this is usually done before you move in, like usually whether you purchased a home or you're renting a home, they have brought in professional cleaners to clean. Anytime I've moved into a new place, there's always been some sort of random item left in the kitchen, like old vases or spices tucked way deep in the cabinet. I actually have a horror story about that that I won't go into. But the point is, you will probably never have it this easy to clean the shelves again. So do it thoroughly now. Same goes for the floors, the windows, in and behind the appliances. It's just nice to start with a fresh slate. And this may be even going in 
a couple days before you actually move in to tackle all of this cleaning. I didn't work that way for me. I was like wiping everything down as people were bringing boxes in, but I'm still glad that I did it. Think about where everything will go. I love a post-it note. I love a sticky note. And I'm going to encourage you to take full advantage of them here in the kitchen. So you're going to grab these sticky notes. You're going to walk around the room and label all the shelves, the cabinets, the drawers, and figure out where you're going to put everything. You might not be entirely confident because you haven't spent a ton of time in the kitchen, but if you just start opening boxes and stashing stuff away, chances are you'll find yourself starting from scratch again in a few months. And nobody wants to organize a kitchen twice if they don't have to. So take the time now to be as strategic as possible. Consider your work triangle in your kitchen and plan accordingly. That means the pathways that you take most often. From your sink to your stove to your fridge to your sink to your stove. Like that is your work triangle. So think about that. Think about silly things like, oh, here's the dishwasher. What is the most annoying thing I pull out of my dishwasher? Silverware. So I want my silverware to be as close to the dishwasher as possible. Um, I swear by a kid cabinet or a kid drawer. It's a drawer in this house where I keep all of the kid plates, the kid cups, the kid silverware as I think it kind of fosters independence for my kids. If I have all of that stuff up high, anytime they need a cup, they have to ask me for it. And so I like having a dedicated kid space in my kitchen. And that that's something I did with our last move and it made a huge difference. Love that. Okay. Next thing, adjust the shelves. So once you know what is going where, adjust the shelves to make sure your plan is going to work. So this is another task that I think is easiest before you put too much in a cabinet. If you know you're going to have like a couple of tall or big cooking oils or like tall vases or maybe some bulk size cereal boxes, create a space for them and adjust those shelves now. Um, it's, it can be so annoying when you think you're going to put all of your cereal in this cabinet and you don't think about adjusting the shelves and so you get some boxes that are taller than others and then you end up throwing those boxes you know, on the floor in the pantry and it just creates chaos. So adjust those shelves now. This one I'm torn on, but I'm going to include it. Line the shelves and drawers. A lot of people are split on whether they like shelf paper and drawer liners. And honestly, I go back and forth myself. But if you're going to use either one, buy it now and get it in place before you put anything inside. I go back and forth. If you're moving into a new kitchen, putting down the shelf liner and the, the drawer liners is great to kind of protect the cabinets. But I've also moved into, like my last house was built in 1908. So it was old. And so I wanted that shelf paper and drawer liners because things were kind of gross. If it's a sweet spot where you like don't care, don't worry about it. It's not going to be make or break. But if you are sensitive to being stressed about damage to the cabinets or you don't want to feel like the cabinet where you're storing your silverware is gross, this can be a great option. Just do it now. It's easier. Also, this is a hack that I did um, in New York City that might seem silly, but it's fascinating and almost like a science experiment. So I cannot, I think I read this in a real simple magazine on an airplane 10 years ago, but you take wax paper and you measure it to the top of your cabinet. So if you've got a space from the top of your cabinets up to your ceiling, you put that wax paper on top and it acts like a magnet to collect dust and grime and all that yucky stuff that likes to accumulate on the top of your cabinets due to lack of ventilation. I swear, particularly in New York, 
there was like no ventilation in the kitchen ever. And so everything would just rise and sit and it would get so gross up there. So you really only need to change it once, maybe twice a year. And it's far more cost and time effective than getting up there to like tackle that area and clean it all. So now as you're unpacking, I want you to put things you're unsure about into a box on the side. Ideally, you decluttered as you packed, but every move is different. And sometimes you have more time on the front end when you're packing up. And sometimes you have more time on the back end when you're unpacking. So even if you decluttered, just because you moved something doesn't mean it has to have a home in your new place. So that's where you put the things that are the maybe box. Like, (laughs) this is so dumb. One thing in my maybe box right now is this box grater. I have two box graters. One does not need two box graters. I can't decide which one I like better. (laughs) And I don't need both. It's not a big deal. It's a box grater. I need to like be a big girl and break up with one of the box graters. But one of the, the one I think I like the most is in my cabinet. The one that I'm not sure about is elsewhere. If I stop forgetting about it or if I stop thinking about it, then in a few months, whatever else is in that box will just be donated. And I can literally take the box that says maybe and drop it off for donation. So if you don't think about anything in that box, you don't need it. So it sits in my garage. And as I come across other things, as I'm beginning to cook in my kitchen, and I realize that I have duplicates of things, or like, how many ladles does one need? I think I had six. How I ended up moving with six ladle, like, that's ridiculous. I don't need six ladles. So I took those ladles and put them in the maybe box. Now I highly doubt, unless I throw a soup party, that I'm gonna think, oh man, I really need another ladle. So eventually, in a month or two, those things will end up being donated. Okay, last but not least, I want to talk about truly the greatest suburban luxury, a garage fridge freezer. Now, when I lived in Oregon, I had a garage freezer, but I found myself many times wishing that I had additional fridge and freezer space. It was almost too much freezer space. Who knew? that an additional appliance in my garage could bring me so much joy. When it comes to the freezer part, the thing I love is being able to have more freezer meals on hand. And that can mean meals that I double batch. That can mean Trader Joe's freezer aisle meals. That can mean frozen burritos for, you know, those Saturday afternoons or, you know, a famished child after school before a sports practice. Like, I can just have more on hand. It's almost like I feel like I'm like a grocery store now. Like I've got enough on hand that I it, it lasts me much longer, which is so, so, so nice. In fact, if you're looking for the easiest quick freezer meals to prepare, there is a Instagram reel pinned at the top of my profile called Three Meals, One in 30 Minutes or something like that. It's the best way to do freezer meals. I did a couple of those right after I moved in and I've already used two of them and they're great. This extra appliance also just helps to waste less. It allows me to do more bulk buying, which, like I said, suburban luxury. Now that we moved into this home where I was able to have another one, I was so excited, but I knew that I wanted to be organized right off the bat, and I did end up getting a combo fridge freezer. So I still swear by the emphasis to organize this space because it can get out of hand quickly especially when it's your secondary appliance so I'm talking you know get some bins for the freezer label the categories I like using a magnetic whiteboard on the outside of my garage fridge freezer to let me know exactly what's inside so I don't forget about it 
It makes it really easy to know what you've got on hand, especially for those Tuesday nights when you need a family meal fast. In fact, one of the categories in my garage freezer is last minute meals. Sometimes I don't want to spend the, you know, 60 bucks it's going to cost to feed my family with a drive through dinner, and I'd rather utilize something I have on hand. So that's that. Those are my best tips for moving in and unpacking a kitchen. I also just, oh my goodness, this month has been so crazy, and I, people have been so kind. My neighbors where we moved from and the neighbors in our new area have been so welcoming, so helpful, and I just feel like it's worth mentioning that reaching out to others during a busy season is is such a gift and it's if anything I want to take away from this that it will be my turn in the future to be that person that helps someone that's just moved or is moving uh, because it really made a massive difference in fact it made me think about um, we've been doing these guides and recipe club every month where it's kind of one category in particular that we focus on for the month um, to help you get your kitchen, you know, working as hard for you as possible. In January, we did all about organizing your kitchen. In February, it was a Trader Joe's guide. This month, it's all about grain bowls. But coming up, we are doing a drop-off dinners guide. And that is because I think there's nothing greater than someone making dinner for you and your family. It is the ultimate gift. Whether you've just had a baby, whether you are in a, you know, whether you're potty training, whether you've got busy teenagers or you've got someone that's sick in your family or you've been traveling, dropping off a dinner for someone is so kind. And so I'm working on this guide now to discuss the best recipes for that, the best containers, the best practices. Um, and it's I'm excited. I'm excited to, to share that with you. Maybe not April, uh, but May. Because April's the month where I'm going to show you every cupboard and drawer in my kitchen. Just so many exciting things happening in recipe club. So if you're not a member of recipe club, we'd love to have you. Our goal there is to make it as easy as possible to help you get dinner on the table through recipes and meal plans and uh, that critical information like stocking your kitchen with the right tools. So thank you so much for being here. Until next time, I'm Kelsey. Happy cooking. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.